0: you're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life with your host, Alicia Ward. I've been in the online space for four years and I know that since almost day one, I have felt like I am not techie enough to be doing the things that I do. So I really tend to avoid things like websites, building courses, anything to do with landing pages, any of that back end techie stuff, I just have steered clear from to the point where I've outsourced most of it either through Garrett helping me do it or just doing it for me. Uh, I hired someone to build my first website and then paid them monthly for about a year after to maintenance and update it for me. And to the point where I had no website, I just didn't have one I cared about stopped using it and directing people there Um, and I kept trying new website builder platforms and every time I tried to go in and just build my damn website I just got overwhelmed immediately and didn't want to do it and so I am with a company called drop funnels now which is a drag-and-drop platform very similar to kajabi previously I was with kajabi but I was just finding it too expensive Um, so I join drop funnels they are a newer platform but they're very very fast and when i initially went in there to build my website i was still feeling really overwhelmed but then i dove into the training section and i realized that is what i was missing these short little three to five minute training videos that show me exactly what i need to do point a to b to build my website build any landing pages courses freebies anything you need is in there to run your business. You can connect Stripe to it. um, any of your email responders, anything it can do that all. So I've been slowly learning and I've been building the most beautiful website that I'm in love with. And I'm very proud of myself for finally doing it on my own. Now when there's changes or things I want to update or a new page to add or something, I'm going to have the confidence and the skill set to go in and just create it. So it's going to make all this procrastination on creating courses and stuff for all of you disappear. So I'm super excited. So I wanted to share drop funnels with you. If you've been looking for something or had some of the similar struggles as I have, then you can go to DropFunnels.com or just check out the link in my show notes. And that's going to give you a 14 day free trial. So you can check out the link to drop funnels in my show notes. And let's dive into this episode. Good morning. What is up? Welcome to another episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. Guys, the holidays are next week. I hope you're feeling ready. Um, One thing I wanted to encourage you before we get into today's episode is I know this holiday season is totally different. Um, A lot of things have been canceled and changed, and a lot of things are different. And I just wanted to let you know and just encourage you that whatever you decide to do this holidays, whatever you decide to do this Christmas, just, just, Don't share it on your social media. Nobody needs to know. If you go ahead and you have Christmas dinner with your family or friends, don't share it on social media. There's people watching. There's a lot of people out there ready to kind of report behavior like that. There are people getting tickets. I personally know people who have been fired from jobs and kicked out of school programs because they were with their family and posted about it on their social media and it got around and they were made examples of. Totally do not agree. But I just wanted to give you a heads up and really encourage you this holiday season, no matter what you do, just be present with your be present with your loved ones and whatever you're doing and don't feel the need to share it on social media because in the time it might feel right, but It could come back and kind of bite you in the ass. And we just don't want to do that. It's none of other people's business what you're doing for the holidays. It's none of other people's business what you're up to on Christmas Day, who you spend it with. Just keep it for yourself, you know? Take videos and pictures for your phone and on your phone, but I would just personally would not share them to your social media stories and things like that. It just creates a space for people to have an opinion or spread negativity and we just don't need that that this holiday season do we all right let's dive into this episode what do you do when your family doesn't approve this is something that i think most people deal with at some point in their lives you know our parents they they bring us into this world they clothe us they teach us and our moms even on the other hand i mean they have an even closer connection because well they birthed us so you know that's a that's a cord that for a lot of people is really hard to cut and as we grow older Some of us almost switch roles with our parents where it's like now we feel responsible for taking care of them and for helping them and we can even feel responsible for their feelings. And I have done this for most of my life with both of my parents and it's been a struggle because, oh my God, my parents divorced when I was 12 and it was not a nice divorce. And I always felt responsible for how sad they both were and I'll never forget how hard that was. When I was just 12 and 13, to have my mom telling me, you know, her feelings about the divorce and things about my dad that hurt me and like, and how she was so hurt. And then my dad being hurt, me seeing it, but him never saying anything. And it was just a really tough place to be. So I always felt so responsible for their feelings. And as I've grown older, I realized that this is just draining. You need to let go of feeling responsible for anybody else's feelings. And this goes with what I talk a lot about, which is the fear of what other people think about you and what you do. You need to let go of that fear first and foremost. And when you let go of the fear of what other people will think, you have to let it go for absolutely everybody. That's everyone on social media. That's your closest friends, your grandma and your parents. You can't just let go of what the fear of this select group of people will think, but then keep the fear of what your parents are going to think. No. When you decide to let go of the fear of what other people will think of you, you let it go for absolutely everyone. And then you need to stop feeling responsible for other people's feelings, which will come hand in hand, but you are not responsible for other people's feelings. You cannot control how other people feel. Other people will feel differently to the same thing based on their their childhoods, their backgrounds, their lives, their stress level, wherever they're at in their life. And you cannot control this. And I had to grow out of this personally because I was always feeling responsible for my mom's feelings, and I was just like, and it was so hard, but after my parents divorced and my mom started to be in other relationships, and as I grew older and I started to make my own big life decisions, like buying a house and moving um moving and blah 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 different careers um as I grew older and I started to kind of see my mom a little differently, there was times where she would have a decision to make and she would seek advice from her family. I mean, I have five siblings, so there's a lot of us my grandma and her mom. So she would ask us all for her opinion and our, our advice. And, you know, we would all say to do one thing that obviously was the better decision. And she would go ahead like some 13 year old rebellious girl. And she is what we all thought was the wrong choice. And it was in moments like that, because after when those choices she made didn't turn out the best for her. And she was left struggling and in a harder place than she was in the beginning. Um, and my mom's always been struggling all her life. And I used to always think that that was because of other people. Like when I was young, I thought it was my dad's fault that she was struggling so much. Um, because that's what she would, make us believe and as i grew older and then seeing her as an adult woman making still the wrong choices i realized that i am totally not in control of that lady she is going to make her own decisions no matter what at the end of the day so is my dad and i i can't control that and i need to focus on what i can control and what i can control is how i feel about the decisions that they make and what they do and i just I cannot control it, right? So why would I feel responsible for the way that they feel based on the decisions that they made? You understand? They make their own decisions and then they make their bed and then they lay in it so we can feel sympathy for people. and But the best thing to do is to not take responsibility, but just give support and offer an ear, but never taking somebody else's feelings and how they feel to bed with you. You have to let that go. You're not in control. They're on their own journey. So a lot of that comes with parenting because we don't choose our families, but we do choose our life past. But a lot of times our parents can have an influence on us, um, whether that be where you live, the job you do, your family, how you raise your kids, the, the guy that you date or the girl that you date. It can be so many Different factors, and of course, they feel like they can have a say as they're our parents. But at the end of the day, we most likely need to remind them that we are our own people and we need to make our own choices, just like they have made their own choices in their lives. But always know that however your parents treat you and however they act, even if it isn't in a negative sense, they are doing it from a place of love. And when I started in the online space and I quit my corporate job, there was a lot of kickback from. People that I love, because they just didn't understand what it was. Like fuck, I barely understood what it was. So I, I can, I can level with that, you know. But, um, but in any point where people could be negative about the decisions that I was making, I had to just set my own boundaries. And boundaries are not something that we were taught. We were not sat down, or I wasn't, anyways, as a child. My parents were not like. Boundaries because boundaries didn't really exist back then, you know. Boundaries are something they did, but they weren't something as um, readily talked about as they are in today's day and age. Setting boundaries, we hear about it all the time, but how do we set healthy boundaries? That can be such a struggle again because we're feeling responsible for other people's feelings and we're feeling fear about how they're going to feel and how they're going to think about us. And, and, um, but the thing is, is is you live one life. So you have to choose your job, your friends, your spouses, where you live based on you and how you feel, not based on how somebody else will feel, okay? And there's a healthy way to set boundaries and a not. And so when it comes to parents, and I know this from experience, I I can easily... Like the tension can easily get tense (laughs) when trying to have a conversation with uh, my mom because she... My mom isn't very emotionally available to me or, or to anyone. So when you start to explain your feelings, she just doesn't have the space to take it in because she's dealing with so much of her own stuff all the time. And um, so, what can typically happen is you can start to explain your feelings, but she will cut you off and start to get defensive and then project her feelings onto you instead. And for me, that's been really hard because having a conversation about boundaries has taken me time to like get the balls to do it, plan out how I'm going to do it, make the phone call, you know, be in a calm state, how am I going to do this? Don't get triggered because, you know, you just have to know your relationship with your parents. What does trigger you? And for me, when my mom cuts me off and makes it about her, it triggers me. And, you know, you have to self-reflect. Like, do you do that? Because I know I can be that way. I can I can cut people off in a in a tense conversation or when I feel like um, someone's, when I feel like I need to defend myself and it's not the right thing to do. So when my mom does it to me, it can trigger me and then things can get pretty intense and then... It just makes things worse. So, you know, this kept happening for me over and over. I'd try and explain my boundaries, and then it would just get heated, and get off the phone, and then nothing would register. My mom wouldn't respect them, and then it would become another fight about it again. And you know what? It was a decision of me making. It was. It took me making the decision, like, all right. <laughs> I've already told her my boundaries. I've told her them. She knows them. And now it's just a matter of not engaging with her if she um, forgets them or doesn't respect them. So in the times that she would go against and like cross my boundaries after I had explained them, uh, it was a matter of just reminding her what my boundaries were and that I didn't want to have a conversation until those boundaries were respected. And that was it. Um, And that's what had to work for us. And now I do see... That she's definitely respecting them more and more. And we have to remember, I mean, we've grown up with our parents for how many years? So these things, they won't happen overnight. They won't happen over that. It does take practice on both parts. You need to practice your your boundaries, respecting your own boundaries. When you decide on boundaries for yourself, if you're not going to respect your own boundaries, then why would anybody else? All right? So that's what it is. When you decide to set boundaries, you figure out what your boundaries are, then it, doesn't need to hurt anybody's feelings when you share them remember something like leading by example i think setting healthy boundaries can make relationships so much better. But you know what won't make a relationship better is resentment towards someone who influenced a decision you wanted to make, someone who loves you, someone who you want support from, but they didn't give you the support that you needed to make a scary and intimidating decision in your life that you really felt called to do. That will create resentment under the surface and resentment towards somebody like a parent um, you know, for not supporting you in something will not make a relationship better. It will only put a division in that relationship and make it worse over time. Okay. So if you want to remember things like that, because if, if you value having a good relationship with your parents, but yet they're negative towards um, decisions that you want to make big life decisions, then, you know, is that going to turn to resentment for you? If, if you listen to them and you decide against these things that you felt called to do, is that gonna turn into resentment and damage the relationship anyways? If you really value the relationship, then you will set healthy boundaries because it will make a stronger foundation for your relationship moving forward. And it's also going to allow your parents to detach a bit because if your parents, project their feelings and insecurities onto you when it comes to you making big decisions and moving on with your life as you grow older and get out of the house and become an adult, start your own family, that's unhealthy for them. So there's work to be done on both sides. So the best thing that you can do is lead by example and set yourself some healthy boundaries and encourage them to do the same. Don't force them, but leading by example. These are my boundaries, this is what I need, and and that's it there's, that's it. You have the power to do that. You do, you decide. Okay. Um, it can be very, very hard and it's very understandable, but, but the sooner that you can do this, um, the lighter that you're going to feel. And and it's definitely worth it. Trust me. It took me a while to actually get to the point where I feel like I'm respecting my own boundaries and so is my mom. So it doesn't always happen on the first time, but just always be open to the lessons that you're learning along the way. And so if you try to set your boundaries and, and it fails, I say that in quotations, failure is always an opportunity to grow and to learn. So then have a moment to reflect on, okay, What happened there that made that go sideways? Like, why didn't that work? How can I frame things a little bit differently so it doesn't trigger the other person? And so we can have a really loving conversation. So it leaves us both feeling okay. Because as much as you don't want to feel, as much as you're not responsible for someone else's feelings, you should never leave a conversation where a hard conversation where you go do something like set boundaries for yourself. You should never leave that conversation feeling guilty ever. You should feel you should feel lighter and you should feel relaxed and you should feel like, ah, I'm so happy that I did that. Like, you know, like you should feel good. Like check that off the to-do list. I finally had that tough conversation. Awesome. This is us growing our relationship to the next Level. Take that relationship with your loved ones, with your parents, to the next level by by kind of bridging that gap. You know what I mean, and having that tough conversation and, and implementing some boundaries, and that's going to create space for you to get um, to create a relationship on a different kind of level with your parents. That's even closer. All right. The thing is. At the end of the day, if you don't follow your dreams because of someone else's influence, um, it's going to just do so much more damage. And you, you care about the relationship. You care about your parents. And you want that relationship to flourish. Okay? Everything takes time. Always pay attention to why things go right or why they go wrong. You know, reflect on the conversation after you have them. And always remember, at the end of the day, your family will always love and support you. They are your family. You know, they are your family at the end of the day. So even though it can cause a little bit of tension initially... As long as people know what your intentions are and it's not to cause hurt, it's to create a better relationship and to live your life in the way that you feel called to do. And they don't need to understand. And remember what I said earlier is like when when I got into the online space and like when people and even clients of mine getting into it, one of their biggest fears is like, well, my spouse doesn't believe in it. My family doesn't believe in it. Um, blah, blah, blah. Like... It's, it's not about them and they don't have to believe in it. And if they're trying to protect you, they are doing it out of love because they love you. They don't wanna see you fail, you know? But I think reassuring our loved ones um, that we're okay with failure, that that failure is okay, that we are allowed to fail so that we can grow and that every failure um, is just another step towards success. And you can't have true success in your life if you're not willing to fail first. So just step into your big girl or boy shoes in a sense and, and have that conversation. And remember that your parents might not have the tools in their tool belt to set boundaries for themselves. And they might not have grown up with the example of, um, how not to take things so personally and, and, how not to be too overprotective of you and and really protecting you not to fail. No, no, don't change your career. What if you fail? What if you fail? I don't want to, I don't want to feel that pain. Well, they have to set you free and they have to see you grow and failure is a part of it. We have to go through that. So always coming back to those kind of pillars for yourself will allow you to understand how you can set healthy boundaries with, with your loved ones in your life. Because at the end of the day, Again, this is your life. This is your life. This is your life and your feelings and your future. It's not theirs, okay? And a lot of times our parents can live vicariously through us. Obviously, that's what they're doing. Like a lot of times you get to experience things that maybe your parents never got to because they get to experience those things through you as you're growing up. So they are experiencing life in a sense through what you're doing. Um, and so they can feel like they have a responsibility in that or a say in that, but at the end of the day, they don't you know what's best for you and you know what you want to do and it's totally okay if you go out there and you fail and it's okay if you setting boundaries hurts someone that you loves feelings it's only going to be temporary because at the end of the day family is strong and family will always be there to love and support you and so as long as you're always just coming from a place of love and letting them know that your intentions are not to hurt anyone but to set these boundaries so that you can feel guilt-free and and live your life in, in what you feel called to do. And you just want their support to see you do that. And you need their support. And if they could just give that to you, that's all that you're asking for. And laying things out in a way like that. And I guess I will talk about um, if that doesn't work because, <laughs> I mean, from my own experience, it's been a really big challenge to set my boundaries uh, with my mom. And you can go back to like one of the first episodes It really talks deeper about my mom. My mom uh, can be very, very narcissistic and my mom is very emotionally unavailable. So, um, you know, when it comes to me bringing up my feelings or any of my siblings for that matter, um, there's no space for it and she will turn it around and she will defend herself and you just end up getting off the conversation like feeling... Absolutely fucking drained and anxious, and so it's been a it's been a struggle and a challenge for me to learn how to um, set boundaries with her. And you know, um, it it was repetition. It was deciding again, deciding for myself that I was going to stop feeling responsible for her decisions and her feelings. She is an adult. I am the kid. Even though I'm 30, I'm still the child, and. It's okay if she doesn't agree with my boundaries, but she has to respect them if she wants a relationship with me. And so, you know, saying that not in a mean way, but saying it like, look, I, this is what I need. These are my boundaries and you need to respect them. And if you don't, then I won't talk to you. And if you do, then we can build on this relationship, but that's where it is. And I put that ball in her court. And whenever she would kind of cross the boundary for me, I would just simply, instead of fighting or arguing and being like, oh my God, like why can't you respect my boundaries? No, it wasn't like that. It was just a simple reminder. Um, Remember, these are my boundaries. I feel like you're crossing my boundaries right now. Or it's just a no response at all, no engage. And it really does depend on each individual person. You have to know your relationship with your parents. You need to understand those things. But I'm just here to give you permission to set yourself some boundaries. I'm here to give you permission to stop feeling responsible for other people's feelings, especially your parents. And I'm giving you permission to let go of the fear of what other people will think about what you do, who you say, who you are with, where you live, any of that. This is your life. And- take it from me. I moved out at 16, uh, against my parents' wishes. They really did not like that. <laughs> um, and I just did it anyways. Cause I felt like, I felt like I needed to get out of there and I- and so I just followed what I felt and I got out of there and, you know, I, I figured my life out and I moved on to Kelowna, moving away from Kelowna or moving to Kelowna was difficult. It's really far away from my mom, uh, from my, a lot of, most of my siblings are in Alberta. So moving away that, you know, that was hard, but it was like, I needed to cut that tie for myself so I could grow into who I really wanted to be. Cause I felt held back and stuck in my small town of Etson of 10,000 people that I lived in for so long. Like I felt stuck there. I don't know, you know, when I look at my mom, she doesn't have the life that I want for myself. And that's actually been a huge driver for me all these years as an entrepreneur, because by the time my mom was my age, she had a divorce and an unhappy mar- a new unhappy marriage, and she had like four kids by now. And that's just not what I wanted for myself because I seen my mom struggle so much uh, as a parent with kids for money. Like we, sh- we struggled. We were so poor growing up. Um, and I knew that I didn't want that for myself, so I felt at a very young age, I don't know what it was, obviously my intuition, like the source, I felt that unless I got out of my small hometown, I was going to end up in the exact same position. Um. And the initial town that I moved out of was like a thousand people, a thousand people. And then I moved to Etson against my parents' wishes and lived on my own, which is about 10,000 people. And then when I was ready to leave Etson, because I was still a little too close to home for me. And, you know, around me, there was a lot of my high school friends making the same decisions that my mom had made, um, you know, having babies young getting married young and it's just not what I wanted to do. And so I moved from Ensign to Kelowna and now, you know, I honestly don't see my family very much, not a lot of them. Um, But it's okay because I've been just learning about myself, figuring my life out, learning about what I want, growing into the person who does set healthy boundaries. And it's been really a big blessing, but that never would have happened if I didn't just do what I felt like I needed to do without the fear of disappointing the people that I love, you know, Yeah, it sucks I don't see my mom as much, but that's okay because I wouldn't change the decisions I made ever because my mom still loves me, but you know what? My mom's still in the same spot. She's still struggling the same. She's still having the same problems that she was having um, over 10 years ago when I was 16 and I moved out. So- I understand that the decisions I make will shape the life that I have. So I have to make sure I make the best decisions for me and not the best decisions for somebody else. thanks for listening to another episode of my podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here supporting me, helping me get this podcast out to more and more people. Your support means so, so much. I hope you find value in this. If you do find value in my podcast, all I ask is that you leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. I will be forever grateful. Share this with a friend, share this on your story, tag me. I love connecting with you. I love seeing the episodes that relate to you the most so I can keep bringing more of that value. I will chat to you on the next episode.